My name is Graham. I am from the United Kingdom and my age is 26. I'm a convert and I've been asked to say something about Our Lady. Whenever I think of Our Lady, I always think of, first and foremost, that wonderful passage in St. Luke's Gospel, which is really the story of the Incarnation. In the sixth month, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, the town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. The angel came to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favoured. The Lord is with you. At this, Mary was greatly troubled, wondering what kind of visitation might be upon her. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, you have found favour with God. You will be with child and will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I know not man? The angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is with child, and she who was expected to be barren is now in her sixth month, for nothing is impossible with God. Behold, the handmaiden of the Lord, Mary answered the angel, be it done unto me according to thy word. There's so many, so many things in this passage. Uh, People have written books, I'm sure, simply on this passage alone. But there are some things which I always like to remind myself of. First and foremost, that when the angel came to her, he said, Greetings, you are highly favoured. But a more appropriate translation is what we have in the Hail Mary, which is, Rejoice, full of grace. And the words used in the Greek are, Cher kekavatumenes. The Greek words for rejoice and full of grace. Now, Kikaratomenes is a very rare rendering of uh, the word for grace, and it is the perfect past participle. So what St. Luke is telling us is that Mary has a fullness, a completeness of grace, which is perfecting in its nature. And the only other place in the whole of the New Testament in which this word is used is when St. Paul is talking about the the sanctifying grace won by Christ through the cross. So what I think St. Luke is perhaps telling us is that Our Lady is this woman. Even when the angel first met her, was filled with grace, which was perfecting in its character, which had already occurred, and which was intimately related with Christ's death on the cross. Because you will remember that when St. Luke was writing, a lot of St. Paul's writings were already in wide circulation. And what that means, I think, is that every time a Catholic says the Hail Mary, they can implicitly affirm the Immaculate Conception. 
Isn't that beautiful? Every time we pray the Hail Mary in the Rosary, Hail Mary, full of grace, you were conceived without sin. I'll mention one other thing from that passage, which is that uh, especially relevant to our time and the young people of our time. Our Lady says, How can this be, for I know not man? The Bible very often talks about sex in terms of knowledge. The only other place of which I'm aware of explicitly referring to sex in this way is in Genesis, when the Bible says, Now Adam had knowledge of Eve. I think that really tells us something about true intimacy, doesn't it? The true intimacy is about knowing the other person. Knowing the other person. And of course, the most intimate, the most intimate we can ever be with another person is when we receive the Blessed Sacrament. Maybe it's good for us to think that at that moment I am being known fully. Remember St. Paul talks about in his great discourse on marriage and on love that these three things remain faith, hope and love. Just prior to that he talks about love is patient, love is kind, not angry, not jealous, not rude. And he then goes on to say that when completeness comes, that is to say when we come to heaven, then I shall know fully even as I am fully known. And maybe when we receive the Blessed Sacrament we we are known fully in our entirety at that moment when we receive Him. And even then, when God knows us fully, intimately, from the inside out, as it were, He still finds us worthy. Not worthy, but He still finds it worth being intimately close to us. Something to think about. And really, it's really telling, isn't it, that how do I put this across? Our Lady says, I know not man. But of course, very soon after, she was to receive into her body God incarnate. Very much like receiving the Blessed Sacrament, but for the for nine months, continuously and unceasingly. And she was known fully 